Welcome back to Point of View Pod. You're here with Stuart, Ben, and Chris. Let's get cracker lacking. So we've had some emails in from uh, listeners. Um, Have so we? Maggie, Maggie, <laughs> uh, Maggie's from um, Wisconsin. Uh, she's got a question. She's asked, um, "What's happened to Ben's story time? We really need some more Ben time." Um, so, Ben, what has happened to Ben's story time? Well, I mean, everybody needs more Ben time, let's face it. Um, let's face it, it Ben already pitch. hogs enough of the pod. We don't need him to have enough segment on his own. She's attached a picture of her breasts as well. Thanks for that. Enjoyed that one, Paloma. Paloma. Oh, it's Paloma now. She changed her name. <laughs> <laughs> She's completely no, changed her name. That's her surname, and I've just given out her full name, which is not oh. good. All right, Maggie, Maggie Paloma. What a name, Maggie Paloma <laughs> from Wisconsin. <laughs> oh God. Um, right. So, the topic this week is: if you had to join the Army, Navy, or Air Force, what would you join and why? And I'll tell you whether you've made it in. <laughs> I wouldn't join any of them. No, no, you have to. You know, the, the, the war's raging. Um, Russia... You're being, and... you're being conscri- cons- uh, conscripted. Yeah, yeah, that. that. Um, so you've got to join up. Even the vegans and the snowflakes, they've all got to join up. Um, they'll probably get you, I don't know, writing essays or something. Um... <laughs> what, are they going to just turn around and go, uh, are you vegan? Yes. Oh, dear. Uh, <laughs> where can we put you? Oh, I'd rather, I mean... Fucking hell, I'd write essays. Sure, I don't want to die, <laughs> mate. I'm I, well. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I can. Like, thing is, I get your point there, Chris. But for me, if we ever went to like a full-on world war again, I don't know. A bit of me is just like, I, I need to be, mate. Like, I need to know for myself. And this is my issue. I'm not saying like, like this is the right mindset for it because obviously, like, people can have different mindsets for things. But it's just like for me, I'm like, I'd want to be on the front lines doing my bit. Like, I just want to, I'd want to make sure that I, I'm doing all I can to protect my family. That makes you know sense. what, Ben? You can you can go in the front line and then I'll look after <laughs> you. I'm going to look after your kids, your kid, and Thanks. Emma. I'll do that for you. Yeah. Thanks. So ben, Ben's out there on the front line. Chris is porking Emma. Um, God. It's disgusting. It's not, that's not quite how I meant it to go, but it's. it's... I just imagined it is. Um, like when Howard goes to space uh, and Raj has to, he makes up this fancy of having to look after Bernadette and he has to clarify with Raj that he means sexually as well. Um, that's what I'm imagining is happening. Raj had to clarify with Raj that he meant sexually. No, 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 no. So he's having a, a like an imaginary thought that he's asked, uh, Howard's asking him to look after Bernadette and he asks imaginary Howard if he means sexually, and then Bernadette and Howard both say yes, sexually. She has needs. But this is also a, also a TV show. <laughs> yeah, so what, Ben, you got army? Basically, if I ever join the army, I know it's a really difficult position to get to, but I'd want to be a sniper. Like, that's for me, like, that's the lazy ones. Want to... I wouldn't say lazy, because they, they're not like, their job isn't to be on a sniper rifle day in, day out. Like they still have to do other things, like clean the when they make the tea, hide in the bush, pretend to be a bush. They do that a lot, but, don't they? Yeah, bush pretending, like it. 
Yeah. Um, okay, so Ben wants to join the army and wants to have a long gun. Um, Chris, <laughs> what um, medical Just... ailment are you going to pull to get out of the army? Um, I'm probably, if I say I'm vegan, I reckon they'll be like, nah, mate. <laughs> nah, you ain't got enough. They'll make, um, they'll be like, oh, you don't get enough protein. They're like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, sorry. Guess I'll just go what? home. Do you know what, Chris? I can see you in the Navy. I can see Chris in the Navy. I, I in the Navy. Navy. Only because yeah, you'll I be can... in the Navy. Student, I... No, no. <laughs> I can see you. I can definitely see you in the Navy. I reckon you look like, the little white outfit with a little sailor hat. I think that's right up your street. Uh, if anything, if I was called to any of this, I'd probably be put in the kitchen anyway, so it'd be fine. Um, I'll yeah, take I, it. I reckon Navy. I reckon, yeah, chef, chef in the Navy, I reckon. I reckon that's where you'd be uh, stationed. I wouldn't want to yeah. do that. It's on a boat. That's boring, mate. I've seen it. It's fucking shit. Like, you don't get much hours. Because there's this um, thing on, um, it's on BBC or something, and they literally, the guy that's a kitchen, and he doesn't do, he's just doing boring shit. It's not my cup of tea. <laughs> Uh, mate, I don't. I, to be honest with you, though, Chris, I think in the scenario that Stuart's put forward here, that we're at war, uh, yeah. I don't think you have much of a choice. Yeah, I'll, I would literally a... try to skive out of it. If they push me to the navy, I'd be like, "No, nah, I'm not doing that." All right, well, where do you want to go then? I'll, I'll, I just you know, told you, I'll probably do the, probably do the, at least on the army on fucking land. I ain't going on a fucking boat for what no many months. Fuck that. To, to no. be fair, as well, I think. If we're going on realistically, what would happen? I would probably get drafted into like the engineer corps of the army, just because if if you because you're not in the oh, scenario. Oh, you think you're that good, forward. do you? Well, no. Yeah. What oh, it is look is that at me, I'm got... Ben. I'll be an engineer. <laughs> what do you mean? I'll be an engineer. I'm an engineer already. You just right. fix fire alarms. I don't fix fire alarms. No, that's not what I do. But, okay. Don't you have to finish? Don't you have to finish university to be an engineer? No. <laughs> no, you don't. No, they they start giving them out now. Probably all you've got to do is sign up to an email. They just send you a diploma. There you go, mate. You're an engineer. Engineer. Love it. Sorry, Ben, before Chris really interrupted you. Let's hear more about your engineer story. No, it's fine. I was just saying, because in the, in the scenario you're putting forward, it, if we're going under conscription rules... What does an engineer do in the army? Like, fix... Well, tanks. probably no. Well, no. That that would be a mechanic. Uh, I, you'd probably just be stationed on a base and be responsible for like well, building bridges and stuff. Like, well, no, more like the electrics probably. I would because I'm building bridges. So hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. You're just a qualified electrician. Yeah. Do you know what they? Do you know what electricians called? They're called electrical engineers. Bollocks. <laughs> That's what they call. No, I'm not having it. No, I'll not. call them people that turn on and off light switches. Lighting pit. No, they're called um, Sparkies. They are called Sparkies. That is the slang name for an electrician. Well yeah. done. Um, I want to be in the Air Force. There we go. Said it. That way, you get to go home every <laughs> day after you've, done, after you've done. You've done. You've done your bombing run. You get to go home. Wait, you do you do you think that you you just get you just stay in the country, jump in a plane, fly around the world, come back home? Is that what you think yeah, you're doing? Yeah. Wow, I, you'd probably, do you know what? You'd probably end up on a boat. That's the worst no. thing. You would probably no, because the Navy look after some of them. Yeah, because you'd be on an aircraft carrier, mate. That's probably what. No, would I, no I wouldn't. I'd, no, do you know? I'd be back at base, dotting the old planes about on the old board and like pushing them around on the table so you can see where they are. 
<laughs> so hang on a sec, you've got an instant promotion to an officer within the army or within No, the no, I'm not the, the ladies in the in that bit that are you know, they're not allowed to go and fight. I am that one in that area. Well uh, right, so you're referring to World War Two, uh, or yeah. World War, no, probably World War One more, I think, probably. No, no, World War Two. Okay. All right, well still still Classic long, long time ago. Long time ago. Right. Things yeah. have changed. Oh yeah, no, I wouldn't. Yeah, obviously, I wouldn't be pushing around the bits of wood now. I'd have a computer that I'd, you know, automatically push around. <laughs> wouldn't have to physically, you know, I don't do any sort of labour manually. Sort of, you do it on the computer and you push. So, it so what you're saying is you're gonna you're, you're gonna try and join the air force and play command and conquer. Is Pretty that much. <laughs> that's yeah. That's, I mean, I've had lots of practice now, so I'm, I think it's I've a massive got it game of I mean, I I do find the. Um, the Air Force probably the most interesting of the three. What? Because they fly. Yeah, I mean, you fucking you, you watch your fucking frontline soldier fly only when you chuck a grenade at him and he explodes. Oh, Other than that, he flies nowhere. Only you know when I mean? you chuck a grenade at him. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? All right, so we've all clarified where we're working. Chris is um, he's in a tent in Kent somewhere, cooking up a storm. Um. <laughs> Ben's in the front lines in Normandy, <laughs> waiting, for, waiting for tanks to be invented, um, and I'm uh, working with the girls. In um, I love, I love how I love how this question has changed so drastically. It's gone from if you had to join the army, where you be? If there was a war going on, which bit would you join in? If we was in World War Two, uh, what would you be doing? <laughs> Okay, so what about what's like the coolest roles? Like, you know, what's the ones that, that get all the uh, female attention? Fire pilot. Well, I feel like the reason why you chose the Air Force is because of Top Gun. No, <laughs> no, that's a that's that's a dramatic dramatized American dramatized dramatized motherfucker dramatized so so Stuart is uh, dramatized I'm dramatized in, in West Constant yeah I'm not having it no um, it, no it's a load of rubbish plenty of it Flood the Cowling Battle of Britain that's a proper film that is um, yeah so what's your what's your you know what's the top role other than being Winston Churchill or Adolf Hitler or oh, Jesus Christ Starting, I don't know. I mean, Hitler didn't win, so. Well, to answer your questions and stop going down a Nazi route, um, <laughs> I, okay. I, I would say probably the special forces. Oh, Ben, you would definitely be in the special forces, but not the one that you're thinking of. We <laughs> <laughs> all saw that coming. <laughs> oh god, I, I think the fighter pilot. They're like out there, like you know, snapping planes, snapping planes, <laughs> shooting planes, shooting planes. And I love the idea of a fighter pilot just sticking <laughs> his hand out the window and trying to snap a plane in half. <laughs> I mean, they're just wooden anyway, a bit of wood and a bit of paper, isn't it? That's all they are, held them together. That, that's a model plane that you play no, no, with the real ones that fly the, the uh, Spitfires uh, and stuff. It's just a bit of wood, like with a bit of parchment stretched over it. That's all it really is. Right, I'm sorry. What year are what? we in in this scenario? Because I'm really getting confused. <laughs> Jumping from like modern day to World War Two. Well, we could we could you know do both. 
I mean, modern day, it's a bit boring because you haven't got as many roles. Like, you're a secret agent. But what do you mean, you secret agent? You'd be like, you'd be, the thing is, you're a secret agent you're, now. You've got, you got to be secret careful. Agent, secret agent. Another chop. Another chop, get you. Secret agents aren't in the, in the military. Military secret agents. <laughs> like, I don't know, uh, 001 or something. Still not military. Uh... All right. Four zeros, one. I don't know. Sergeant Agent. Sergeant Agent. Sergeant Agent. There you go. Uh, so, yeah, Chris. Imagine your surname was Sergeant, and you, <laughs> you joined the army and became a sergeant. Or like John Sergeant. Yeah, but yeah. So you don't be like, yeah, so it's Sergeant Sergeant. Sergeant Sergeant. I mean, it's like the uh, Neville brothers. Their dad's called Neville Neville. Imagine. Imagine. Um, Chris. Imagine all the people. <laughs> what? That was his birthday, wasn't it? It, was eight, it would have been his 80th birthday a couple of days ago. Oh, what, Johnny? John Legend. John Legend. John Legend? <laughs> He's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> He's very what? much still alive. <laughs> John, John Legend. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Are you yeah. sure the beer you're drinking is not alcohol? <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty fucking strong, though. <laughs> Instead of like uh, double O, it's like it's two hundred percent. It's like ten percent. Oh dear! Fucking hell! Yeah. So, um, well, now we've covered that off. On to our next topic of today. There's a fun topic for us. When's when have you been most scared in your life? When have I been most scared in my life? Um, I don't know. I've had a few scary experiences with the police. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, I've, I've dealt with a couple, like, because you can get this. Talk about it. Yeah, yeah, I could talk about it. Because um, it was ages ago now. But um, basically, we dealt, I think it was like on Christmas Eve, actually. And um, we had a call about this guy who was just acting, like, erratically. And we thought he was just pissed, but he was actually high as a kite. Um, and you can get this thing happen to you when you're higher where I can't remember the name of it. There's a scientific term for it, but basically what happens is, is like you lose all, like all your nerves basically stop working. So you don't really feel pain. And also yeah. because you're like your nerves and things aren't really working properly, you don't know your limits. So in actual fact, like your strength increases because it's oh. almost, because like if you were to do something, like if you were to try and lift up like a heavy weight, like your yeah. body at some point will go, no, this is too heavy. Like put it back it's down. Like you start, you start feeling pain but because they're not feeling that. They basically damage their body by doing it, but they like push themselves past them limits. Uh, okay. We Damn. were dealing with this guy who got aggressive, and there was like six of us basically, like on top of this one guy trying to like nick him, and he was still somehow managing to like basically fight us off. And like, you were trying to nick him? Why are you trying to nick the guy? Nick, Nick, the guy, <laughs> arrest him. <laughs> Jesus Christ! But uh, was he like yeah, a lollipop? <laughs> yeah, he was. A, he was. A, he was. A, he was like a calippo. Um, but yeah, no, that was a scary moment because it's just like you don't know what people like that are about. No, it's like you don't know what they're hiding. You don't know what's going on. And yeah, they're, they're that's a scary. That's always a scary moment. Mm. Um, and then. Yeah, I don't know. When I think back about it, actually, there was just lots of moments in, in the police that was just like, I could have got hurt. <laughs> like, 
I mean, I've dealt with I dealt with a twelve year old girl who had a knife. That was a scary moment, just because it's a twelve year old girl with mental health issues, and it was like, yeah, you don't know what she's gonna do. Well, yeah, you don't know what she's doing. She was like, she was threatening everybody with it. She was threatening her mum with it. She was threatening herself. She was threatening like the social worker that was there. It was like it was just a mess. And it's like, yeah. on one hand, you're like, it's a twelve year old girl, like just basically go up to her and fucking like rip the knife out of her hand. But then mm. on the other hand, like it's a twelve year old girl. I don't really want to beat the shit out of a twelve year old girl. And it's just like, yeah, it's difficult. They're difficult situations, those sort of ones. Mm. But yeah, they're probably some of the scarier moments I've had to deal with. I think. Anyway, what about you guys? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, actually, probably one of the scary moments was actually when Chris was there, when he decided to pick a fight with a group of lads. Um, <laughs> at, at like three in the morning outside oh, the nightclub. I didn't pick anything. He tried to pick a fight with a group of lads uh, no. on his own because he thought it was Billy Big Bollocks. No, no, um, no, no, no. And yeah, that was pretty scary because I didn't know what way that was going to go. No, uh, I, they were beating, they were picking on someone, pushing them around. And I said, Are you all right, mate? And he was like, Yeah, yeah. And then they were like, Yeah, it's fine. And I was like, All right, whatever, then fuck off then. So then I walked away. And then after they'd done their little fucking tiff, they started trying to fucking beat me up. I was just like, Well, fuck yourselves. Yeah, they're like I'm from Tottenham. I was like, "What if you're from Tottenham? What the fuck you're in Montford?" <laughs> I just hearing that story in of itself just reminds me of uh, another time that Stuart got punched for. Uh... I didn't get punched that time. Oh time. right, okay, fair enough. Well, you did. You did get punched to the story I'm about to say. Uh, yeah. <laughs> where again, uh, somebody else picked a fight. Uh, to be fair, none of us picked a fight. It was somebody. Somebody picked a fight with us for no reason. Um, asking if a fucking taxi rank was an ice cream shop. It was like... Yeah, it was not. It, it was like, no, mate, it's a taxi rank. You see all those taxis? Yeah, they're there to take you home. Like, piss off. <laughs> and uh, apparently the guy didn't like the fact that we told him it was a taxi rank and not an ice cream shop and started getting leery. And uh, at one point, I was very ready to have a fight with them. Um, and Stuart, bless him, decided to try and make the peace and give one of them a cuddle. <laughs> Which yeah. uh, he did not want to cuddle. He didn't want to cuddle. He did not, did he? Yeah. He did not want to cuddle. I think the the return answer to your uh, your offer of a cuddle. It was a firm no. It was definitely a firm no. A firm no in the shape of a fist. Uh, yeah. yeah. I think that wasn't too bad. That wasn't too bad. No. To be fair, I don't. I don't know how good of a punch it was because I wasn't right in front of uh, it. I mean, I was. I had, a, I had a bit of a fat lip the next day well, for a few days and um, I'm a bit of a swollen eye, but that was not, not nothing major. I don't think you'd, it was even that noticeable, really. No, I didn't even realise you did have a fat lip. No. So it was, yeah, negligible. So it wasn't a very good punch. <laughs> um, but yeah, any more, Chris? Um, not in the way of I don't think it was the most scared but it's one of the a scarier moment I was locked in the toilet in Paris that was uh, oh. interesting <laughs> I don't know that is a pretty I mean that is a bit of a fear of mine I'm, I'm, I'm sorry it's just I love how it's like me and Stuart it's like like fights like dangerous situations oh, I got locked in the toilet <laughs> yeah oh I think I was like 12 me and my mum oh, went to Paris okay she was, that that does make a difference. I'll, I'll take the age into consideration then, because that is scary yeah. at that age. 
it was just me and my mum, and then she was like, oh, you can use that toilet there. So I went to use this toilet. I think it was, if, I think it was like one of the like disabled, easy access ones, but there was no other toilet around, and I was like, I really need a toilet. So I went in there, and I used the toilet, but obviously the cleaner didn't think anyone was in there, which is weird because it was locked. So they actually proper locked it, like lock lock. Oh, shit. Oh, that's next. It wasn't like the, you couldn't undock it because it was no. jammed or whatever. That no, they locked it. locked it. Yeah, so Fuck I'm like there man. knocking on the fucking thing like, Mum, Mum. And then yeah. um, she didn't realise, and I think I had to call her. But I think, I don't know if I, I think I must have had to call her or something or just kept like knocking. And I was just like, she had to go find the guy to unlock it. Jesus. I was, I was like, I mean, check the fucking toilet before you lock it. Exactly, That's yeah. like rule one. It was a pretty, I was like, fucking hell, I can't even fucking get out of it. <laughs> Was oh, it? Yeah, would, but was it? Was it one of the public toilets, like one of the ones off the street, or was it like in a? No, it was building? like in a department store. Yeah, building. I was gonna say you could. I was gonna say if it was like one of the, like the public ones, then that's like even oh, yeah, worse because that, that guy, points, yeah, yeah, that guy would have been gone. Yeah, fucking hell, that is pretty scary. Yeah. You know, when I go in a toilet now, I still feel like <laughs> still. Oh, still no, to be fair, I, I do. <laughs> I do get that. Like if I go to the toilet, then obviously I'm going on. I go out and and I t- turn the lock, and I probably turn it. Well, most of the time, if I turn it the wrong way, and obviously it's not moving, I'm like fucking hell. And no, I'll turn it. Well, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. It's fine. Can't know everyone. Panic over. It's okay. Panic I just over. did it the wrong way. It's just the wrong way. It's just the wrong way. It's I fine. mean, I I think the closest I can even to relate to that, I guess, is that the when I was at work once, I was uh, wiring up a, a panel. And I, I made a connection in the panel. And when I did, I heard this loud bang. And what actually was, was the water main next to me blew. And that water main, they were doing pressure tests on. And they were doing it at about 500 PSI. Um, and I don't know, Chris, if you've had to deal with uh, inflating your tyres on your car yet. But, well, I don't have a car, so Well, to put it into context, your tyre pressure on your car is normally between 30 to 40 PSI. Oh, I know so, that, yeah. I know that, yeah. yeah. So, like, I'm talking like ten times the amount of pressure in your car tire, and like when those when one of those blow, normally it's quite a loud bang and a bit of a shock. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I was standing probably about less than a meter away from this pipe that blew, and the, like the joint blew, and this big bit of plastic went flying out of it where it blew. And uh, literally, I had the plumber come up to me. He was like, "You realise if you got hit by that, you would be in hospital with a wound worse than a gunshot." Well, and you was like, why the fuck are you doing it then when I'm standing here? <laughs> yeah, that is exactly what I said. And they went, well, we should tell the management that we were doing press tests. Well, no one fucking told me when I told them I was working in this writers' cupboard. Because normally, like, to work in the area I was working, you need to get a permit. So you have to go to, like, one of the managers on site and get it signed off to say that you're working in there. And this guy, yeah. when I'd done, done that, I had my permit and everything saying, yep, you're working in there. But obviously the guy even forgot or wasn't told that they were doing pressure tests. So I was I got absolutely soaked with water. Um, <laughs> I, I was twenty three stories up as well in an open what's called an open riser, and what that means is like the floor isn't like a, a normal floor; it's just like an open grate. So like, oh, you can okay. stand on it and take your weight, but it's just a sheer drop, like under the grate. So obviously, when all the water started coming out, it just it just went, it just fell down twenty three yeah. stories, and uh, yeah, like that was a. Uh, yeah, that was actually quite scary. Now I think about it, um, that was yeah, that was yeah, not a good moment. That was. I uh, mean, that would just scare me without the water because you literally can see through the floor. Fuck that. Yeah, 
Oh, that don't bother me as much. I mean, I've 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 worked on top of lift cars like forty, was it forty seven stories high? I think it was. No, thank you. Yeah, I was I like I because as part of my job, like we sometimes have to like put like a camera or something inside a lift car. So like to get the cable in it, obviously you have to come like get on top of the car and like wire it in from above. So <laughs> like you like literally, I was sitting on top of this lift car, and again another situation. I was forty, like I say, forty seven stories high. Well, 46, I can't remember. But um, I was wiring up this panel and I told my apprentice that I have with me, I was like, go turn the power off for like this area I'm working on so that I can wire this up with like mains electric. And he was like, yeah, no worries. Come back. He goes, yeah, it's off. And I didn't test it. I should have tested it. It's my own fault. But I uh, went to go do the connection and he turned the power off for the wrong lift. Jesus. Um, so I've grabbed onto the, the, the live connection on this... Uh, mains electric and it's like 240 volts in it so i've just got like a 240 volt shock 47 stories up while standing on top of a lift car and it's <laughs> yeah it's just one of those things where you're like thank fuck i didn't like step back or like like because obviously when you hold on to it your muscles contract so you like try to hold on to it more almost without meaning yeah and then eventually like like you i don't know your mind just sort of pulls your arm away from it or does whatever to like stop you holding it but um yeah, like if I had taken a, like a step one meter back, I would have fallen down of the shaft. Oh dear, bloody yeah. hell! You're a fucking idiot. So all I'm really hearing is shoddy workmanship. Yeah, <laughs> all I'm thinking is the previous topic. You wouldn't get a job in the army. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, is that like it's one of those things where I am to blame in that situation because I should have tested it. It's like it's good practice to always test it, even if you've said to somebody like. Always oh, that turned off NATO and the magic. Go, yeah, that's off. You test it because mm. obviously they're a human being and they can make a mistake. But yeah, it was just one of those things where I just I don't know why. I, I it did wind me up with the apprentice though because I showed him which lift I was working in and showed him where the power was for it, and he still managed to turn off the wrong fucking one. So it's just like, I was well, a workman is always only as bad as his tools, and and uh. You were the tool. You are a tool. Yeah. <laughs> you you realise that's not what the saying is. What it is in this way. Because <laughs> you're a bad that. teacher, Ben. You're a bad teacher. <laughs> you're a bad tool. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Good. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we're now going on our poly holiday for two to three weeks. So, no pod next week. Sad times. Um, but I hope you'll come back for season two of Point of View. We'll see you in two. Or three. Weeks. Or three. <laughs> Weeks. <laughs>